Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And hey. sad boy. Is this just a sad running? Today. Is this a running gag now? Like you're. Yeah, I think it's a running thing now. It just depends on what I'm, what mood <laughs> I'm in, whether or not it's going to be sad or happy. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. You pointed it out, and now I'm just like I can't think anything else. Think about anything else when I say my name. Yeah. It's like, am I sad or happy today? Or should I be sad or happy today? Now that's the question. Uh, you should be happy every day. Aww. You sound like my depression medicine. <laughs> I am your depression medicine. Ooh, and that's why everybody loves this podcast. Uh, but anyway, so this week we're deciding to talk about Dragon Quest Wars, which Ooh. is a DSiWare game that we have <laughs> mentioned a few times. We've mentioned it a few times, but we've never actually... Um, like done a full-blown episode on it but you had talked about you're playing it a little bit because you downloaded it from the 3ds right uh, shop closing and then you're also super obsessed with fire emblem games at the moment and yep. so it seemed like perfect timing because uh for those of you who don't know intelligent systems makes uh fire emblem games so they've made them from right. the very first one all the way up to fire emblem engage which i know you're playing right now and yep. They also uh, make the Nintendo Wars kind of games, you know, like Advance Wars and Famicom mm-hmm. Wars and Game Boy which Wars. Which are so good. Which the thing that's weird about this, before we get to talk about Fire Emblem or, or DQ Wars anymore, the thing that's weird about this is that it's Dragon Quest Wars, but it's not like a part of the Wars series. Mm-mm. And I get it. The gameplay is very different. Like if you look yes. at Advance Wars, I guess that would be like Rocket Slime. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the I tanks, guess. the tanks like shooting at each other, but it is very weird to me that it's called Dragon Quest Wars, and it's made by the company that makes the Wars games, but this is not a part of the Wars series. And maybe I'm the and only one that's weirded out by that, but it's it's weird. I think I don't really, I didn't really realize that they were all like made by the same company. That apparently, uh, Intelligent Systems. I, I forgot actually that Intelligent Systems made the Wars series uh, because I love Advance Wars. That uh, I am very, very looking forward to the Switch re-release of the Advance Wars One and Two because I played the crap out of those when they were brand new, like Black Hole Rising and all that. Like they were so, they're so good. You only have to wait a little while longer because it's finally coming. I mean, it was delayed way back when because of the war in mm-hmm. Ukraine, and then they never really announced another date for it. But I think it's coming now in July. Is that right? June or July? It's It should be. like It's within a couple of months. The only thing Let's that see. makes me a little hesitant about it is that it's a $50 game. Uh, and, uh, like, and, and this is weird. This is the weird part for me. It's like that whole subjective value of games thing. Like, I love these games. But also in my mind, there's still Nintendo or there's still Game Boy Advance games, and I'm like, do I really pay like fifty bucks for a for a Game Boy Advance game that's been remastered? But the answer but is yes. I'm gonna do it. Like I'm, two, I'm absolutely gonna do it. It's two it's of two, them. It's two Game Boy Advance games, and also if I'm rem- weren't Game Boy Advance games fifty bucks new? I felt like they were fifty. dollars I was thinking they were they were thirty nine ninety nine when if I remember right. Oh okay. I, yeah, hmm. I'm, I I'm googling I that because I want to see what the retail I was thinking price they were was. like 50 when they were new, and I realized that that's been you know quite a while since GBA games 
were releasing, but yeah, apparently they were forty-five to fifty, is what uh, Reddit is showing. Okay, yeah, I was thinking Mario Kart and Advance Wars were sold by Sears for forty-four ninety-nine. Castlevania Circle in the Moon and Sonic Advance were sold for forty-nine ninety-nine. Da 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 da. There's like links to it and everything. Like, well, that that is that's odd to me. Like, I don't remember that. Like, that's one of those things that apparently I just kind of glossed over and didn't pay any attention to. Yeah, some I- of them got down to thirty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, Thirty four ninety nine twenty nine ninety nine later, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, I mean, which means that actually these games, if you look at it in terms of inflation, time passing, all that, have significantly dropped in value. Yeah, see, so you should stop complaining and just spend fifty dollars on it. <laughs> <laughs> I should like it's, it's, uh, but but they're really good. Like that's the thing. Like I love strategy games. Like I started playing like tactical RPGs like this back on the PlayStation One. Well, I guess in the Super Nintendo because I played Tactics Ogre uh or ogre battles ogre battle uh back then and was when i played and like i fell in love with this whole kind of system and then vandal hearts on the playstation one did you ever play it no uh i played final fantasy tactics like it was going out of style but see vandal hearts made it so that i didn't like final fantasy tactics oh okay uh they were so like different in terms of feel like uh uh final fantasy tactics felt very sluggish to me it was like it was all moving through molasses after playing vandal hearts and so i I never really got into uh final fantasy tactics and uh i actually re-downloaded the war of the lions on the playstation vita the psp version of it yeah uh, the other day and I want to try it because I really want to give it a shot to see if I was right when I was like 15, 16 years old, or if I was uh, just really biased because I loved that one series so much. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I love like uh, Tactics Advance is probably still my favorite GBA game. Um, like I just have wow. super fond memories of that. Like objectively, it's not as good as the original PS1 Tactics, but I just I really loved um the tactics advance game and i really want to get uh, tactics ogre reborn on ps5 or switch yeah I decided yet, but I, I really want to get that at some point i just haven't had uh like you know you just keep playing playing games so i have to find some time yeah. to fit this one in but i like i like tactical rpgs too but it's kind of it depends um like i i like triangle strategy i thought it was a pretty uh cool like ff tactics kind of successor when that came out and you know love dragon quest tact which is a kind of sort of sequel to, to <laughs> right. dragon quest wars um and you know really liked it but the biggest thing for me with dq tact is that it's a mobile game and so right. i just i tend to bounce off mobile games it's hard for me to play a game on my phone and even if if it's a mobile game that's available on another system i can play it on another system like uh, like genshin impact or Right or or any of the Dragon Quest mainline games that are on yeah. and they're on mobile, you know. Like I, I did play the first uh, three Dragon Quest games on mobile um, way back. That's then. actually what I was going to say. Like you, you have a you can you tend to be able to play like full games on there, but there's but, something about anything with a loot box that that just sets you like sets it apart. I think like anything with that kind of repetitive gameplay loop that ends up having loot boxes. That, but also whenever I played DQ one, two and three, like that was kind of like the easiest, most accessible way to play them. Like since then I've replayed them on switch because I have those games for switch now. 
Like I don't go back and play the mobile versions. It's just that it was kind of like, I'm going to play every Dragon Quest mainline game. And those were on mobile and there was no, other, right. it wasn't like there were DS versions that I could readily get or anything like that. Right, yeah. Uh, like English version games that were really easy to play. And so I just... They didn't have the Switch versions at the time either. Yeah. And so now that the Switch ones are out, play it on the Switch. Like when you've, you've rewatched me, watched me replay yep. like uh, DQ1 a couple of times now, I think. And, or maybe it was DQ1 and then DQ3. But anyway, like I, I play those on Switch now. I don't go back to the mobile versions. And so it really yeah, is yeah, yeah. mostly a mobile thing for me, even though I think Dragon Quest Tact is a very quality game. And I just, I wish that they would give us like an actual true Dragon Quest Tact game that's like for consoles that I can play and get into and not have to worry about RNG or at yep. least like microtransactions and just all these in your face ads all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Like that just, it really does. It, it just starts to drain me after a while and I can't stand it. Yeah. And it's the thing for me and a lot of the, and a lot of them, I, I do play a few of the mobile games where you have to upgrade things, but it's the constant uh, grind of, getting new things and having to combine them and then get the equipment or the different versions of it to upgrade quality that just eventually starts wearing on me, which is why I don't, yeah, the stamina stamina system every day and stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's like terrible. So DQ tact never really did it for me either. Uh, Same for like fire emblem heroes. It's like, I'll go back occasionally and play both of them, but then it's like a couple of days later. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, it's not something that I stick with for very long. Like, I do a console tactical RPG. Like, I'll sit for hours and hours and hours and hours and play, like, a tactical RPG, like Fire Emblem Three Houses or Engage or Vandal Hearts or whatever it is. Like, I will play these for hours and hours and love them which is also one of the problems that I have with Dragon Quest Wars, getting back to it, is it feels so halfway done. It feels very Because basic. it was a DSi game. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was DSiWare back before there was even, like, the eShop. It was, you know, the DSiWare kind of downloadable games on the regular DS. And that's what this was. This game was for the original DS. And it's... It definitely shows that it is an early iteration of a downloadable only game. Uh, and I don't even think right now that it's, well, I know it's not downloadable now after the 3DS eShop goes down, went down, but I think I had to get somehow onto the, did I have to get onto the DSi shop somehow to download it to my 3DS? Like, I can't remember. There was something I had to do to get it, I thought. Mm, I don't know. It's on, I know I have it on my like regular 2DS. Um, do you? But it's been, I mean, that it's been like three years, I think, since I got it. So yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember, but I know I went through and got it somehow, um, and I played it. But talking about the the DSiWare games and stuff, like I don't think that Dragon Quest Wars is a good game, but no. I think it is. I think it's pretty standard if not slightly above standard of other DSiWare games because I mean I don't think DSiWare games were especially great personally I have never played any other actual DSiWare I like actually played it I've seen it uh, but I never played anything else other than this so I don't really have a base for that like what the uh, other games were like I have not played a ton but I know there was one, there was a Yoshi game 
<laughs> that was oh no, there's a yoshi game that i can't remember what it's called let me see if i can look it up and remember that was not uh very good um it was just again a lot of these games had the same problem that i feel like dragon quest wars had which is that it all felt very basic and just kind of like uh almost like uh you remember like way back when everybody had those like nokia phones that had like snake on it <laughs> yeah it feels just almost kind of like that where it's just like there's nothing special about it um let's see the internet is telling me that it was called yoshi touch and go huh um, yeah i don't i don't know that one at all yeah and it had yoshi touch and go i don't remember that one being an especially great uh dia- i don't i don't think this was a dsi wear game i think this was just a straight up ds game was it yeah it was released on the Wii U console in uh, 2015. Yeah, the Yoshi Touch and Go was one was an actual Yoshi game. Oh well, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad that you thought it was a like crappy DSiWare game. Oh my god. Yeah, but there there are for sure DSiWare does have that like Nokia Snake game. It was called something else, but they they did have a but version yeah, yeah. of Snake uh, for sure. I do remember that one, and there was also a WarioWare game that my wife and I still debate about because she really likes WarioWare. And, um, okay. and I'm not a big I, I'm like Wario person just in general for any Wario games. Um, but there was a WarioWare one too that was for sure DSiWare um, that were also not very good. Yeah. Yoshi's not. But that Yoshi game does have the same problem where it was just kind of like lack of content and just feeling like really like unloved, I guess. It was like they... They were like, okay, Uh, let's try to, let's push this out. And so it's content that people can play, but it never really felt like it was designed to like hold your attention for very long. Yeah. And it it didn't feel up to the standard of like real DS game. And that's kind of the, that, that is the way that Dragon Quest Wars feels. Like, I'm pretty sure that it was like 99 cents or something like that when I bought it, when you and I got it on there just to make sure that we had it. Um, but it was like, it feels so just, just like a dim, like a tech demo is what it feels like. Oh yeah. It's like you're playing this and there are all, all of these, these modes and everything that you can try. And it's a card based tactics game where you are moving monsters around on the grid. You choose their, what their abilities are for the turn and you go around like with the different opponents in their different sides like moving around trying to to interact with the monsters and uh fight but it feels like it doesn't feel like a full game it doesn't there's there's almost no depth there there are six monsters that you can choose from and then it feels very much like Square Enix and uh, Intelligent Systems were like, hey, we have an idea for a game, but we don't know how it's going to release. So here's just the uh, the tech demo of it so that you can like a, a minimum viable product of getting out there to see how people would react and how it plays. It's like a proof of concept almost. It's like it is not worth playing in my mind it's worth seeing and it's worth having but i don't think it's worth spending any real time on and maybe and maybe it's more fun if you do like multiplayer the online multiplayer stuff like i did the maybe so yeah like i did um versus i have and i think i, I tried out there's another mode called survival that you can do like single player yeah and that's so slow. It, it, it's oh very my god! Slow. Yeah, going back to going back to the six monsters. Yeah, it's kind of the same criticism that I had for Dragon Quest Treasures 
um, as much as I love Dragon Quest Treasures, it's just like the monster variety just isn't there. And it kind of feels disappointing because Dragon Quest has such good monsters. And yep. yes, it's like like in DQ Wars, it's like, yeah, you get arguably the most iconic ones. You have your slime and your Draki and your golem. Um, I think Chimera uh-huh. and Hammerhoods are on there. I can't think of. And a heel one. slime. Is heel slime the other one? Okay, I couldn't remember. Heel slime's the other one. Where it's like you get some of your, again, like the most basic kind of monsters <laughs> that you can think of. Yeah. Um, but there's not like really a lot going on. And if I remember right, you get there. You can only use like four in your party, right? There's four. Yeah, you get four at any given time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just it, it really is. And like, oh, so I mentioned Toes. Uh, I believe in last week's episode when we were talking about Slime Mori Mori Three. So they also served as a developer on on DQ Wars, mm-hmm. um, and okay, you know, they yep. worked on Dragon Quest Treasures as well. Um, so, so it wasn't just Intelligent Systems, but it's like the, if you played Fire Emblem, like you look at Dragon Quest Wars and going back to kind of like your proof of concept, like it does kind of feel like that where it's like, okay, we're going to make a Dragon Quest Fire Emblem game. Here's like a very rough prototype that uh-huh. we're going to like put out. And then Square Enix looked at it and was like, oh yeah, this is cute. We don't want to put a lot of money in it, but let's throw it up on the DS shop yeah. and charge four ninety nine for it. And right. Um, and you know, at, like, is it like you said? You got yours on sale. I don't think I got mine on sale. I'm pretty sure it was just straight up like five bucks. Maybe but. it was. Like, I I don't remember. It's been a long time since I actually went and downloaded it. I've just kind of kept it on my 3ds since then. And it's but yeah, it, it because t- it's not on there. I don't think you can re-download it now. Yeah, I'm not sure. To me, like, I don't know. Like, I think is it is it worth the five dollars i guess is probably a question that a lot of people ask and people listening you're like well austin well bj is it worth the five dollars and i would say eh, you know it's it's only five bucks it's like it now that it's gone i guess the question is kind of yeah. moot but like before it left i would have said yeah it's only five bucks spend it that way you just have it because i don't see this game ever getting ported anywhere else so it's like no this game is gonna be impossible to get so um, I would say, yeah, it's worth the $5 just for like the preservation alone. And like, I feel like I probably got $5 worth out of it. I mean, like right. in terms of I would spend more on like a fast food hamburger that I just spend like 10 minutes eating. <laughs> it's and true. I did yeah. spend more than 10 minutes on Dragon Quest Wars. So, I mean, I would say it's probably worth the five bucks, even though I know we're kind of hating on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I don't even want to say that I that that we're I don't want anyone to think that we're hating on this. Like it's not that I, I don't like it, but let me put it <laughs> let me get that out there first. I don't want people like, to I'm think not hating we're hating on it, on it but I hate but it. But I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's like shouldn't exist. Like I don't think like that I have really strong feelings about it, but it's one that I'm I'm really interested in because when I went and looked stuff up on it and like even read the Wikipedia article, apparently people really liked this when it was new. That okay. like according to according to the Wikipedia that it was nominated for game of the year by Nintendo Power in 2009. Like IGN gave it eight out of 10 and it has an 83 out of a hundred Metacritic score. And I'm just like, man, 2009 was a very different place than it is in 2023. <laughs> okay. I was actually going to say, say that. Cause I looked up, I didn't, I didn't do what you did, but I did look on Metacritic just to see what the reviews were for it. And I do think it's worth pointing out that 
while it's 83 on Metacritic for reviews, the user score is very different. It's like a 5.7. Is it? Yeah. Okay. The user score is very, very low. And I think that, yes, 2009 was a very different time. But (laughs) it is weird because you kind of, you see some of those games where it's like there are some games that like release to like critical acclaim and then they're just outright hated or at least, you know, greatly disliked later on. And I feel like Dragon Quest Wars is is kind of one of those games and uh, where apparently it did release to pretty wide acclaim, which is, is weird, but also like the timing of it. I'm like, maybe people were just really, really hungry for a Dragon Quest game. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe it was one of those where it was on the regular DS, so it came after, I believe it came after, uh, 9 no, when it came uh, out. Actually, because 9 didn't come out until 2010 in the States, and this okay. one got here in 2009. Uh, but so I don't know. It would have come out, I believe, after 9 in Japan, at least. Uh, but over here in the yeah. States... It was like the first Dragon Quest game to come out right before uh, DQ9, I think. And then you had, you know, the uh, remakes of, of 4, 5, and 6 coming out too. But um, it was kind of like a time when a lot of Dragon Quest games were starting to release again on the DS. Um, right. And so I think there's probably a new audience getting pulled in. But also you had DQ8, which was a big success over here in the States. And so maybe that just all kind of worked with it i don't know i kind of it's it's very weird to me because i feel like it's kind of like what i feel the opposite is going to happen with dq treasures where i feel like with dragon quest treasures a lot of people didn't like it right out of the gate and then like 10 years from now people will believe me (laughs) (laughs) i really like dragon quest treasures but um yeah i mean i think it's good like i haven't really had the desire to go back to it but it's a good game i don't think it's a great game but it's a good game, and I'm glad that it exists. It, it's a game. I mean, with Dragon Quest Treasures, it's like I sunk a ton. I more than doubled my time in it after, in just the post game, just running around collecting treasure because I was having fun in it. And so, like for me, that's what makes it a good game is because of how much fun I had with it later on. It's like it's by no means a perfect game. I would never put it up there. In you know, it's probably not even in my top five favorite Dragon Quest spinoffs. But mm. but I really like it and I think it's really good. And I don't know, maybe, you know, one day I'm looking forward to a possible sequel. I don't think it's a bad game the way that some people have portrayed it to be or that, uh, you know, it's really disappointing. Like, I don't I didn't find it disappointing at all. But um, again, no, no, I, I don't think it was disappointing. I knew what it was. I knew what to expect going in. And so, you know, maybe it was an expectations thing. But anyway, with Dragon Quest Wars. I did find that interesting that it uh, seemed to have really good uh, critic reviews at the time, but then it had pretty bad uh, user scores later on. And again, maybe it is really fun doing online multiplayer. I could see how it could be nice playing it in yeah. 2009 with your buddies. I could see how right. this game could have been really, really fun uh, for the time period, but just playing it like alone (laughs) (laughs) yeah playing it it is completely alone it's not super great and it is kind of repetitive where it's like i think it's worth i think it's worth a fun hour or two um but beyond that like it's not a game that i want to sit there and play for 50 hours yeah there's no way 
I can't imagine playing this for 50 hours. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's also interesting. Like, you were you were right. It turns out that it was 500 Nintendo points. Remember Nintendo points? So it was $5. Uh, <laughs> it was... Yeah. It was, it's the way Nintendo used to do online things because Nintendo has never understood how to do online anything. And they had Nintendo points instead of just charging you money. Uh, so it, uh, it was five bucks. But yeah, I think it's worth that. I do think that it's, it's worth paying the five dollars. And if you can figure out how to download it at this point, it's worth having, like you said, for nothing but preservation. Like, I'm glad that I have it on my DS that I'm not going to get rid of it. It's something that I find cute and uh, I will definitely like boot up every now and then just to be like, and then I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to use the stylus to move everything around. That's Oh yeah. Gross. We didn't, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. That's we hadn't another, talked about that part either. That's another thing I'm not a big fan of because, and granted that's also a thing I'm not a fan of with a lot of DS games. Like that was kind a of regular a, DS games. Yeah. I am not a fan of this. That was like, don't get me wrong. I love Nintendo games, but if there is one flaw, it's that they rely way too heavily on whatever gimmick that generation of console had, like the, whether mm. it's the DS with the stylus or the, uh, the having to use the Wii mote and like skyward sword. <laughs> um, yep. but like, it's just, it's just like it relies too heavily on whatever the gimmick is. And it's like, I just want to use a controller. Like I had the same issue with uh, Phantom Hourglass. I was playing the uh, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass like around this time last year. And yeah. same thing where it's just like, I do not want to use the stylus for everything. Like I just want to use normal controls in, yeah. in the game. And so like there's quite a few DS games that I just refuse to go back to because of... <clears throat> because of the stylus controls. And one of the things that bugs me about DS games in general, and it's one of the things that bugs me about DS or uh, Dragon Quest Wars and a lot of others is that because they made you play with the stylus and use that as a mechanic in some way, you have to play the game itself on the smaller, lower quality screen. And so I'm playing DQ Wars here with the big like 3DS XL screen up top, but I have to interact with it on the half size uh, touch screen that has a much lower uh, grainier resolution on it, too. It's like that kind of thing has always bugged me about the DS, regardless of whatever game it is. And I'm like, why? I, I understand why you made me do that. Why? Uh, but I don't I don't like it. I never have like I've never liked that about the DS as much as I like the system. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to touch on before we wrap up or anything back going back to like, we talked about monster variety, but yeah, one thing that I think is pretty cool. You see this in DQ tax too. And, and uh, it's very similar to like what you can see in fire emblem or other tactical RPGs, but is that like each monster in dragon Quest wars kind of does its own thing. Um, so it's not just like, Oh, you know, I'm going to use a golem here where there is a little bit of strategy required. Yeah, Of course in, in it DQ is a strategy wars. game. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like each monster has its own kind of pro and con and own abilities and stuff. And so I, 
like I think that like that part of the game I think is handled pretty well and like I like I remember having some fun with like the various abil- abilities um like there is uh like the golem uh obviously you know has like a ton of health and and hits hard but it doesn't right. but it kind of moves slow and doesn't move very far and then you kind of yep. have like the drachy which is really squishy but because it has wings it can like fly pretty far away um and I can't remember, I can't remember a lot from playing uh, Dragon Quest Wars, but I do remember anytime there was a Draki in my party, I kind of just used it as what it was essentially like a, like on a like a death run, where it was like yeah. you know you're gonna send it to like attack a back unit, and you know it's gonna die instantly. <laughs> but it's but kinda, you're uh, you're kind of uh, trading it for one of their powerful units. Yeah, so it was kind of like okay, if I send the Draki over there. Um, to take that one out is it gonna like it was it was kind of a risk where it was like okay can i send my drachy over there and get it to attack and kill this thing before it like gets a because let's be honest it's gonna like die and win it <laughs> but is there yeah, for sure. like like um anyway so like there are some kind of redeeming qualities i feel like in dragon quest wars i think that it just uh deserved some more time in the oven i guess that's a that's a very good way of putting it it needed it needed some more baking time uh, Paul Hollywood would say it has a soggy bottom. I don't know who Paul Hollywood is. It's uh, from uh, Great like B- British Baking Championship. He, I'd, no. he's, he's one of the, no. he's, he's, a, he's a baker and he tells people that their cakes have soggy bottoms if oh, they're not okay. done right. Yeah. Because they have soggy bottoms. Gotcha. I don't, I can't remember the last time I watched any kind of reality uh, competition. You should watch British Baking Championship. Like it's good. Should I? Like I? British Bake Off is good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. Like I like I like the old ones. I like the older ones. Like they're very entertaining. Like the, the people are nice. British shows are so much better than American reality shows. Like I don't usually like reality shows, but the British baking is great because people are nice to each other. Huh, okay. Well, there you go. Um yeah. I I will say that I think this whole Dragon Quest Wars thing it kind of has a kind of sort of happy ending, I guess. I mean, we got Dragon Quest Tact, which is a very improved version of Dragon Quest Wars. Um but it's also kind of bittersweet because it's only on mobile. Um, so, right. which if you like mobile Man, games, I wish they would change that. If you like mobile games, it's fine. If you have never played, I know Dragon Quest Wars is probably impossible to find now. But if you've never played Dragon Quest Tact, I would uh, like to take this time to tell you to go play Dragon <laughs> Quest Tact. Like, download it's free to download. Um, it's fairly free to play. Like, I've I've played it quite a bit and never actually spent money. Um, but there right. there are times where like I've run out of stamina. And I didn't want to, and I was like, "Dang!" And I had to go like sit, uh, you know, my phone down. I couldn't keep playing when I wanted to, which I didn't like. Or like, you know, there was some, uh, there was a monster like I really wanted to pull, and I didn't have tickets or whatever, and I was like very tempted. So I mean, it's a slippery slope. Like it's a gotcha game. Like you can definitely get got, but um, <laughs> but it's fun. And if you haven't if you haven't played it, go play it. Yeah, I mean, it is it is totally worth playing Tact. Like, it is, it will get, it is the successor to Dragon Quest Wars that we really deserved, but it needs to be on a console with fewer gotcha mechanics. Like, I would love it on the Switch, that I would actually probably play it a lot more, even with all the gotcha stuff, I'd probably play it more if uh, I could do it on the Switch. It is weird to me that I kind of expected them to, similar to how, like, uh, DQ Rivals is on Switch or right. mobile. 
Uh, I kind of expected a similar a similar thing with Tact, and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Also, shout out to Tact for being a Dragon Quest mobile game that actually lasted more than a year. Um, it's oh true. My, Good job. I hope I didn't just kill DQ Tact by saying that. You might have. <laughs> I, you, I really, you might really have. hope you, not. The, because of everyone at Square Enix who who listens to this podcast in particular, we reminded them about DQ Tact, and now they're going to go like, "Oh yeah, we meant to cancel that uh, about six months ago." So, so y'all are welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I mean, it, I think that the reason it hasn't is because it's actually the best Dragon Quest mobile game. I mean, in terms of like mobile only, like Dragon Quest of the Stars, yeah. you know, it was. It was cute and fun, but Tact is really the one that latched on to me, and I think as the best has the highest quality uh, overall. And so, I, like, I'm really happy to see that it's still been going for so long over here, um, and hasn't yeah. been hasn't had the localized English version canceled yet. But um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, I think I know both of us would like a Dragon Quest tact console game Man. and i have a feeling a lot of people listening would too so um if there really is anybody from square enix listening uh dq tact on console please <laughs> yeah i would i would just love a tactical rpg like that uh like for dq like a real rpg like final fantasy tactics or fire emblem that uh that was done like that would be super fantastic to play like i would adore having some sort of tactical rpg like i love them so much yeah, for sure. Oh, we did forget to mention, however, the Dragon Quest Die Infinity Strash console game uh, yes. did get announced and confirmed worldwide release fall 2023. No specific release date yet. Fall 2023 worldwide release PC, PS4, PS5, Switch. So no Xbox. But I mean, is that really surprising if you keep up with these kind of releases? It's probably not too yeah. surprising. Um, hate to say it, but. Um, anyway, so that should give us some cool, fun Dragon Quest game to look forward to uh, later this year. I do think that maybe that means that the three remake won't happen this year. Um, I was expecting the three remake to be the fall game. Um, I think, I but said it turns that, out it's going to be die. I said that in a previous episode. Yeah, but I I just don't see them doing the three remake with die, and I also don't yeah. see them doing the three remake too close because they have FF sixteen coming out in June. And if it was before then, they would have announced it already. And it's like, if, if Die is the fall, I just don't, I don't know. I just feel like the three remake, they're going to want to save for a little bit. So I'm, now I'm thinking that DQ three remake might be a uh, like spring 2024 release. Could definitely be with, uh, especially with uh, Die being released over here and it being worldwide. Like that's another thing is they're doing it all at once where the localization teams are dealing with all of that instead of being able to focus on one and then the other. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that. But either way, it's good. We have more Dragon Quest to look forward to. So that's always nice. I'm looking forward to it a lot and I can't decide what console to get it for. I think I'm going PS5. Um, Are you going PS5? Yeah, it depends on what mood I'm in. Like some games I would rather play on Switch, like the Trails games, because they're so long. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel like the die game will be super long. I mean, I know it's an action RPG that takes you through like die stories and it's Dragon Quest. So, you know, it may be it may be a 60, you know, 70 hour game, but I'm expecting it to be more like a 20, 30 hour game, kind of like the heroes games are. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of hoping that like you're right, that would be a good uh, PS5 version if it were that. Yeah. So, so we'll hopefully see. we'll know that before it comes out. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Uh, remember, you can chat with us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM and over on Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And a huge shout out to all of our patrons. We really appreciate all of you guys. Um, if you want to talk to me directly, you can find me over on Twitter at DragonQuestin. And I'm on Twitter as at Professor Beej. Uh, sometimes I'm on Mastodon at Beej at Dice.Camp. I'm on Discord, and you can join us at Discord.GeekToGeekMedia.com. And remember, we always have the Patreon at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.